Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Astry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, August the 30th of the 22nd week of the year. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 4, verses 31 through 37. Luke chapter 4, verses 31 through 37. Part of the healing ministry of Jesus. And we need to remember that the Gospel of St. Luke, a prominent feature of that Gospel, is the healing ministry of Jesus. Not only the dramatic physical healings, the lame walk, the blind see, the dumb speak, and those whose ears are impaired, they hear. Their speech comes to them. In all of these dramatic healings at the level of the physical, the deeper healing that is going on whenever Jesus heals is the spiritual healing, the healing of the soul. For part of Jesus' healing ministry and an essential part, fundamental part, is the healing of the soul. Throughout the Gospel of St. Luke, Jesus is the divine physician, the one who extends his healing garment and allows us to touch and to hold the healing garment so that not only are we healed physically, but more importantly, we are healed spiritually because in that physical healing, it is to elevate us to the very healing presence of Almighty God, and in the Sacred Heart of Jesus, God's graces becomes evident. And healing ministry is a ministry that we experience, for example, in the uh, Sacrament of Penance, Confession, where we place all of our sins, all of our struggles, our spiritual conflicts in the presence of Almighty God not to be condemned or to be rejected, but to be healed and restored and reconciled to right relationship with Almighty God and others. And the healing ministry is a very important ministry that continues in the life of the church today. We know we have in many parishes, in many churches on a regular basis, uh, the anointing of the sick. We invite them to come forward, not only for their physical impairments and struggles that they may be experiencing, but also in the deeper level of their own souls, their own struggles, their challenges, their temptations, that Jesus is the one who heals, one who restores, and reconciles. And in our passage of reading this morning, Jesus is coming down to Capernaum, which is a town in the district of Galilee. And uh, he begins, uh, and he is instructing people and teaching on the Sabbath day in the synagogue there. 
And those who listen to Jesus, they are spellbound, spellbound by his words because his words had authority. That is, he spoke with integrity. His words matched his actions. And he spoke with an authority that no one else had. For not only is he Jesus of Nazareth, he's Jesus, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, the one sent by the Father to reconcile and heal us physically and spiritually. And in the synagogue that day when Jesus is teaching, there is a man who has an unclean spirit. He's possessed by a demon. And when the man is brought into the presence of Jesus, the evil unclean spirit shrieks out, yells out loud, leave us alone. Notice that leave us alone. The man has, that's plural. The man has more than one. And the Spirit says, what do you want of us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Now think about that for a moment. This evil spirit, this demon, recognizes Jesus as the Son of God, the Holy One of God, who has the power to destroy them and to liberate those who are possessed by an evil spirit or many spirits. And Jesus says to him sharply, be quiet, come out of him. Why does Jesus tell him to be quiet? Wouldn't that be something to have the evil spirit recognize and announce that Jesus is the Holy One of God? Jesus is not there for that reason. And when people see that, they begin to think that Jesus is a, a wonder worker, a magician, a, a, a one of those who can claim to uh, control spirits, and so on. The real deeper meaning of Jesus is he comes to heal, to love and forgive, as the mission given him by the Father and not to win the praise of human beings, but to point to the glory of the Father in the Holy Spirit. At that, the demon threw the man to the ground before everyone's eyes, and the evil spirit came out of him without doing him any physical harm, and all was struck with astonishment. And they began saying one to the other, what is there about his speech? He commands the unclean spirits with authority and power and they leave. What is it about him? What is it about his speech? It is about his person. It is about he comes to do the will of the Father not himself. Jesus never points to himself. He never says, oh, look what I did. Whenever Jesus heals, whenever Jesus performs a miracle, he always points to the Father. He always points to the Father. 
and he always calls forth the person's faith. They believe and they place themselves in trust that God's word be done. God's powerful word that even controls the evil spirits. And the evil spirit left that man. And the renown of Jesus kept spreading through the surrounding country. That is exactly why he told the evil spirit to keep quiet. He's not about spreading his own renown. He's about being faithful to the holy will of the Father. In our own lives, we may feel at times that we are under the grip of the evil one. We may be struggling with unclean spirits, some past sin and guilt, some current spiritual challenge that we may have, some temptation, some difficulty in our own lives, in our families, with others, perhaps even at work or school, with those whom we have to deal with every day. And we feel that there's a great deal of poisonous venom that builds up within us, resentment and hatred, quest for vengeance. We ask the Lord, please call forth these evil spirits and cleanse us. Purify our minds and our hearts, O Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus and the Father. Cleanse us and renew us. Grant us your peace again, that inner peace and not that anxiety and that rush of the passions of hatred and resentment, of anger, but that of peace that comes with true healing, not at the physical level only, but heals us at the spiritual level, the level of our souls. So as we may be struggling today, or we may know others who are struggling spiritually, let us commend them to the Lord and let us turn ourselves to the Lord. Come, Lord Jesus, and heal us through the Holy Spirit. Cleanse our minds and purify our thoughts. Create in us hearts renewed, responsive and eager hearts to do your will, humble and contrite hearts to be with your sacred heart, hearts filled with love and gratitude, a heart pleasing to the Father. Then we shall know God's peace and healing which is beyond all understanding, but is offered to us when we surrender, believe, and trust in Jesus, the divine physician. God bless you.